Hello, everybody, and welcome to Getting Close Podcast. Getting Close with Mike Marbeck. That's me. I am Mike Marbeck, uh, and I am joined uh, today by Sarah Clemency. Hello, Sarah. Hey. Hello. Uh, improviser, performer, uh, writer, uh, does a whole bunch of stuff around town. We're going to chat through some some things. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm feeling... Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. We yeah. were just uh, chatting uh, off the air uh, <laughs> about uh, Only In Your Dreams, uh, the show, which is uh, opening this week. This is going to be out yes. uh, probably on Monday. Uh, so it this week is accurate oh, as great. of <laughs> the, the time we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, and you're just picking up some last-minute last minute props and yeah, creating some last-minute things for it. Glittering up. Everything, gluing yeah. up some costumes and yeah, props and put gluing curtains <laughs> together. You know what you do for a show. All the, yeah. all the odds and ends. Yeah, we'll chat more about uh, only in your dreams in a little bit. Uh, I always like to start going uh, back to the beginning. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, so I was born on Halloween. Were you? I was. Yeah, my wow. birthday was on Halloween. I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it, it was always fun. Um, it always seemed like there was a celebration for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get candy? Yeah, people get dressed up. Yeah. Just for me. Always something to do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you, uh, well, how does that work? Uh, well, I guess in a lot of places, the mm-hmm. trick-or-treating is done sometimes not on Halloween. Sometimes it's done earlier in the day. Now, it, now it is. is but it? when I um, was young, it was always on Halloween. I probably trick-or-treated it way too far in age <laughs> yeah what was it what was the oldest you uh, went out? Pro- i i think well into year? high school <laughs> yeah well, just going through the motions like, yeah getting that candy getting dirty looks from people <laughs> sure shoving kids out of the way um uh, what i was going to say was like how does that work when you're younger if you are trick-or-treating on mm-hmm. halloween yeah uh, and it's your birthday yeah Sometimes I got special. I remember specifically one time I went and I think maybe I was with my brother and he knew the person and they were like, mm-hmm. I have something for you. And they went back in and they got like a caramel apple. And I remember being super excited and feeling super special at the time. And then mm-hmm. later when I tried to eat it, it was like, this, I don't know. Have you ever had a caramel apple? No. They're disgusting. I like, uh, I like caramel. 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 Um, yeah, caramel. Caramel. Uh, I, but I have not had the apple caramel so if you i think if you have like sliced apples and you're dipping them in caramel i'm sure that tastes amazing but trying to eat an apple just with caramel around it is difficult sloppy okay so the the (laughs) gist is that it didn't really impact your birthday wishes or anything like that or any cake cutting or anything like uh no 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 no. i remember one year my mom forgot it was my birthday (laughs) so but she remembered it was Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, wonderful. Uh, I wasn't thinking quite back that far. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. No, nah, it's all right. Uh, just in terms of of comedy, mm-hmm. um, how did you how did you find your way into the arts in general? Really? Yeah, I mean, in high school, I I was always you know I did band and chorus, and I started getting into musicals. What did you play in band? I played. So I play the piano, but you mm-hmm. can't play that in a band, uh, in a marching band. So I played, I was in the pit, which is So like I was, set out to prove them yeah. all wrong. <laughs> I had it on Coming the bicycle. This fall, yeah. <laughs> um, so I played in the pit, which is like all the, like the glockenspiel and, um, trinkets, like mm-hmm. tambourine and stuff. I did that, which sure. 
um, is super embarrassing when you have to, you know, the, the band get at football games gets to line up and be all cool at the end and march onto the football field. And I have to like wheel everything <laughs> past the, the crowd who's there for a football game. And it's just in your uniform and you just feel like the biggest nerd. Um, just pushing a cart full of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. I, w- I never got over that. Like, I was always mortified every time. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Oh. Um, but it's fine. I'm sure now I would still be embarrassed. Um, so I did that, and then I started to... I played in, like, the pit of musicals, and I remember looking at them and being like, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I did that, and then I, I went to college for theater and music. Um, and... Uh, I always had the, the, you know, plucky comic sidekick role, mm-hmm. um, which I loved. I, I remember one time I had a serious role. I'm like, this isn't as fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are, what were some of these roles? Yeah. Let's see. My first role ever was in Brigadoon. Have you ever heard of that musical? Yes. The mystical it's, town that only appears every yes. hundred years or so. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah. uh-huh. uh, I made a Brigadoon joke oh. at a recent practice. And nobody got it, I'm silence. sure. Yeah. <laughs> silence. Uh, and I can't remember, I can't remember the context now. But if you had been there, I'm sure I would have You would have died. Yeah, I would have loved you it. You would have loved it. Um, it still is like one of my favorite, um, roles that I played. The, it, it's not that good of a musical, uh, mm. but I was the lead in it. And I remember being like, this is what I'm gonna do forever. What is the, the big song from Brigadoon? I don't think there is a big song. Um, <laughs> the, she sings the song Waiting for My Dearie, mm. which is like, so cheesy. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a big song. I think in the movie, uh, Gene K- Kelly was the lead in it, so it was like very dancey. So mm. the big song was a dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. What else? Uh, in college, I did a lot of, oh, I was in Godspell and they don't have names in that. I did, uh, Triumph of Love, which was a, mm-hmm. a uh, who, who, who was, it? It, it was, is it Weber? No, 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 no. Triumph of Love, it was, I don't, it was an old, like, play from the 1500s that they, like, this, I forget who wrote it. They turned it into a musical. And once again, it did. It was on Broadway for, like, a week, I think, and did nice. not do well. But it's, like, these, these, this princess goes, and she falls in love with, she pretends to be a commoner, and falls in love with the prince. It's from the 1500s. Very Shakespearean. Yes. Yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah, pretty far back. Uh, but it's they like modernized Canterbury it Tales. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what was the more dramatic role it was in oh what was that show called it was oh geez i can't remember the role was called she was lenny and it was like three sisters and lenny just was this her their mom like killed themselves and lenny now had to like take over the household and and i remember my costume for that was the frumpiest thing Ever, because the costume lady just saw my body and was like, I don't want to deal with it. Here's a frock. <laughs> um, yeah, what was that show called? Eh, doesn't matter. Lenny, not from Mice and Men, but uh, okay. was, yeah, yeah. yeah. You played Lenny in, of Mice and Men. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the most dramatic role. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, how are you? So that's that's high school, that's college. Where Where exactly are you from? I'm from South Jersey. Okay. So not too far. I went to college in Central Jersey. Um, 
and then I moved back to South Jersey and then to Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, what moved you to Philly? So I was living with my sister in Collingswood, and I was coming over here almost every day of the week to do things that fit. Mm-hmm. And then my sister was working at World Cafe Live at the time. She was here almost every day, and we were like, well, it kind of makes sense to just move to the city if we're coming to the city every day. Mm-hmm. Nothing really. I didn't have anything tying me to, to Jersey except my job that I hated. Yeah. Um, so it just it just made sense. And I never saw myself living in a city. I always thought, I'm like, no, that's not for me. And now I live in the city, and I can't imagine living yeah. um, in like a small town somewhere. What is it about the city that you felt... No, not going to do it. I guess I was just scared. Like, in my mind, I remember asking someone when I was about to move to Philly, like, okay, where are, like, the bad parts? Mm -hmm. Where are the bad and good parts? And they were like, they're all the bad parts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And before, so in my mind, even before that, I remember, you know, I lived in South Jersey, um, like, five, ten minutes over the bridge. So I would come to Philly a bunch with my, my dad and, like, he was always like, look, where are you going? Look around corners before you go. On a swivel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was just terrified, a little terrified of the city thinking yeah. it was, which, you know, there, you should be a little careful at yeah. times, but uh, I thought it was just everyone had like a switchblade in their pocket, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which I do now. No. Yeah, me too. Um, that's mostly for opening packages. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. So you are in Philly. What is the first thing you got involved in when, um, well, what's, yeah, what's the first thing you got involved in that had you kind of traveling to and from Jersey to Philly? Yeah, I mean, an improv class. I knew Lizzie Spellman, mm-hmm. um, who, she used to live in Philly, now she's in L.A. Yeah. Uh, I went to college with Lizzie, and I was just not doing anything creative, and it was... Um, hurting my soul and I remember reaching out to like uh wanting to do I was like I wish I could like major somewhere in comedy I want to yeah. just go <laughs> to grad school for comedy yeah um and welcome to fit university yeah yeah exactly I I just messaged her I was like hey I know you do like improv what's that all about like where do you do it yeah um she told me fit I took a, a workshop and I was in love and I I I tell people all the time did Lizzie um, teach that workshop Lizzie did not. Greg okay. did. Okay. Um, and um, my my siblings actually bought me the first class for Christmas, uh, which is really sweet. Yeah. But I, you know, I've done like music, like my own music, singing that in front of people. I've done plays. I've done mm-hmm. all these things, all these things, and and nothing gives me more gratification than getting a laugh from making something up on the spot. Yeah. Um. Music, yeah, people have to clap after, you know. Same thing with a play, they have to clap. Um, but they don't have to laugh at yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And it's, t- it, yeah, you can't necessarily fake. It's such yeah, an instinctual thing. There's not an audience thing. full of fake laughers. Yeah. You unless have... you're getting an audience full of fake yes. laughers. Um, yeah. That's you might true. have a few here and there, mm-hmm. but it's such an instinctual thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was, uh, it was classes. Uh, it's classes. Yeah. All right. Uh, what? was the first project that you uh, either created mm-hmm. uh, comedy-wise or got cast in? Yeah. Uh, I So I took all the classes, and no one wanted me on their in- indie team. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was like the week after 401 ended, I auditioned for a house team, and I got on Fjord, and that was the first thing I did at the theater. 
Um, I didn't really, since I was living in a lot of times, uh, for most of that, I was still living in Jersey. Mm-hmm. So it was a little hard for me. And I'm kind of um, a reserved person at times. I can keep to myself. So it was hard for me to make friends. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have, I didn't get into the community even like socially right. until I was on the house team, which yeah. I definitely tell people don't do that <laughs> you know yeah. get out there mm-hmm. uh but i it, i th- and i feel like actually in the past few years it's been easier for me to be a little more social at mm-hmm. times it just takes me a little bit to warm up sometimes yeah. sure uh and when you say uh nobody wanted you on their <laughs> i had a group that i thought they were my <laughs> I thought they were my friends. Uh, and they they were, but they all were pretty close, and they formed an indie team, and I was like, they were the only people uh, I knew. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm not going to be on a team. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that happens throughout throughout classes. Uh, and oh, sure. It's it's not like a, a personal thing. It, it, but no, it, I took it, it personally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, and uh, still not over it. Yes. Uh, um I'll name a name. It was Dishbelda. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, now defunct. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Long yeah, defunct. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Dishbelda. Uh, wonderful. Uh, so, all right. So, you're on You're on Fjord. Mm-hmm. How was that experience? Great. I mean, they are still uh, the people I feel the closest with at the mm-hmm. theater, even though... I'm on projects with some of them, but mm-hmm. uh, and I trust them more than anybody else. I mean, it, it, we were together for what two and a half, two and a half years, I guess. And um, it just takes me a while to to trust people. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, yeah, it was great, and it, it it was such a you know being on a house team, you're performing every week. It just kind of uh, pushes you into high gear to yeah. to get better. You mm-hmm. you have to. <laughs> You're just in front of people, and you're like, "Uh oh, this isn't working. I gotta, yeah. I gotta make this work." Sure. Uh, what were some of the more fun things, fun memories from Fjord? Um, outside of doing improv, I mean, backstage, we would always be just a holes backstage, uh, <laughs> quietly, quietly. Um, sure. But uh, you know, our, our coach would just uh, wouldn't stay back there with us, so he mm-hmm. would he would leave, and we would just be. Holes. Um, well, Kristen was our, our coach mm-hmm. uh, for most of it, and then another good memory: we would always go to um, drunker, no, drinkards, mm-hmm. <laughs> and get drunkards, uh, drinkers, and they had forties there, and we would say uh, fjordies drinking forties. We just get tacos and stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was always fun. Cool. Uh, what about as a? Oh, we went to Vancouver too. We traveled together a bunch. That was always fun. Yeah. Um... Yeah, where where else did you go? Because there's there's a few different places. We went to Vancouver, and we went to New York a couple of times for mm-hmm. DCM, and also for an annoyance thing. Mm-hmm. I guess those were the only places. Yeah, Vancouver started really well and just ended really badly. Mm-hmm. But we're all friends still. <laughs> uh, anything that you can mention there? Oh yeah, you know, it's just a, it was like nine people sure. together the whole time yeah. we were there like driving yeah. a van together going to the place together and mm. there was just like a, <laughs> a silly blow up and then it was so funny the ride i wish there was video of the ride getting off of the airplane to the house because mm-hmm. we were all like having fun singing songs and stuff and then the ride <laughs> back to the airport was silence wow. not one word that's great <laughs> 
but everybody's still pretty. Uh, pretty oh close. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, and Fjord, uh, Fjord's run ended last summer. summer. Yes. Um, have you done any shows since? Um, I think we did. We did Casey Hogan's like goodbye show at Headlong. Okay. And then we might have done another one or two. Oh, we did uh, Versus. Too. Okay. Cool. So a little bit here and there, but we're all pretty busy that it's hard to get it going but sure. i still adore it's just i feel like we were so and still like you know we're just we trust each other so much that it's just we let we can do more on stage than i might do with other people sure go cool. uh and now you are on you're on a, a few different things uh or a couple different things uh one of which is overlook Mm-hmm. Uh, which is another show that is uh, there's that uh, and there's no one to blame but myself <laughs> <laughs> for these things. Uh, as the acting artistic director, I do tend to tinker <laughs> with a lot of things uh, in a lot of different ways. Um, so the the overlook um, overlook right now uh, is in the spot with the uh, same as the other teams uh, where we're not quite sure where, where things are going to, to mm-hmm. end up. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you, Mike. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, this right is a here, good time. On yeah. the record. Um, <laughs> what's the deal? Um, uh, these teams are not cut. It wasn't like last summer where there was like um, a big uh, cut and then a, a, a rebuilding. A uh, purge. Purge yeah. of 18, uh, so to 17. Speak. <laughs> so to speak. Um, talk to me about Overlook. Because uh, that is... Uh, a situation like that's a that's a team that um, more or less was put together by me. Yeah. Um, how has that experience been for you? Yeah, like I said, it takes me a little bit to trust people. So I think it it did take me a little bit to just be like, okay, I can like be myself around these people because mm-hmm. I I knew everyone on the team, but I wasn't close with a lot of people on the sure. team. Um and. There was, you know, there's a lot of big personalities on that team, which yeah, I, I, I adore, uh-huh. but I was like, oh my goodness, how do I fit with this? Um, and I did kind of have to just like, you know, pull my pants up a little bit and be like, let me just knock down that door. Mm-hmm. So it, it almost felt like I was, I, I was really sad for a while. I'm like, I really miss Fjord because I'm so comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. And now I, I have to get comfortable with a whole new group of people and, sure. and even more of them. There's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just had to kind of, uh, you know, put, tell myself like, you can do this, get in there, like, n- you know, throw some fists up in a, in a good way. Just, mm-hmm. um, I started to just be more reserved and get on the, put myself on the sideline and be like, nah, it's fine. They, they can all do it. They don't need me. Mm-hmm. Which we get in there with them. Mm-hmm. We can all need each other. Yeah. Uh, and how would you describe, uh, cause even though the team was cast, uh, by the theater, mm-hmm. uh, the team still takes on its own, uh, yeah. its own life. Uh, so how would you describe Overlook right now in terms of play style? <laughs> Maniacs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just funny. Like every, we do a pretty flower, mm-hmm. which has a base scene. And every week Sheila tells us, Sheila is our coach. Sheila yeah. says, okay. Sheila Master. Sheila Master, shout out. Um, she will say, uh, okay, this base scene is going to be grounded this week. <laughs> And every week yeah. it is not. Yeah. Um, but I think the team has has a great way of pulling together and um, making bizarre things make sense in a 
in a crazy world. Sure. Uh, there's no lack of um, getting out there and putting their their ideas out there. Mm-hmm. And I, d- I do think in the past like three months we just like started to get on this roll of like everyone understanding everyone and how to work with everyone, which it shouldn't take almost a year, but yeah, it did. So well, it, it definitely can, uh, especially with a, with a team like that. There are ten. Yeah. Right. Um, yes. So that's a that's a lot of personalities, and it's not. A situation where people are found. It, it wasn't a you found each other kind right, of situation. Right, right. It was uh, you were cast. Yeah. Put um, so yeah, that, and with those with that number of people, that can definitely take a a while uh, or longer. At yeah. Least. Okay. Uh, and you also do long story short. Yes, which is I love long story short because polling premise is my favorite thing to do and what I think I'm the best at um, taking you know a story or whatever mm-hmm. and pulling what I think what the crowd thinks is funny what mm-hmm. I think is funny and making it um, uh, a scene that's my favorite thing to do yeah um, uh, same with me um, although I do because I don't perform every single week right now mm-hmm. like I was doing the seltzer hour which was which was weekly it's just now yeah. Uh, there is a billion things going on at the theater, sure. uh, and I'm moving a bunch of things around, so I don't quite have the um, slot that I that I used to. Um, but uh, the Seltzer Hour tends to be more often than not a living room format because yeah. it's one of the things I enjoy is just getting to know people live on stage, yes, yeah. uh, having the the premise polls, uh, and for me, it's a very accessible format, just like the long story short format, yeah. uh, where the audience sees the story. And then they see exactly how that story inspires the the funny. Yeah. Um, so I like it. And uh, I really not that it has to be not that it always has to be game in that, but I right. I really love game. Mm-hmm. And I I think I'm good at game. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, just like it melds all the things I love, and it I I really love that that show, and I I really love the cast on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, a a whole bunch of uh, really talented and. One of my favorite things is once again back backstage before we go on. We're like we're just yeah. like talking to each other, telling stories, like mm-hmm. having fun. Yeah, I yeah. adore that. That's another show where uh, it was people that I chose to kind of that I thought would do a good show together. Yeah, because uh, part of the things is part of the things. Part of it is that you, I didn't want to create something that I thought people would absolutely need to commit a whole bunch of time to yeah. practice. I wanted people that I thought had playing styles that would be able to show up, have a good time, uh, and then kill the kill the show. And that's, that's happened because it, the evidence of that is, for the most part, is I thought it was going to be something that was changing over in cast a little yeah. bit more often, but over those first few months, it was like, no, we can't do this. These people are working really, really well together. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, there is a guest... Uh, which is something that I've I've struggled with a bit is the time to get the sure. guests for the shows, uh, but there will be guests throughout September. Oh, nice. Um, Noah Levine, who or Levine, Noah, um, yeah, from uh, with Mirth and Laughter, and also of the upcoming uh, Arcane Mysteries of Vanderslice Manor. Yes, is a fringe what, show. Is that the second week? No, he's the... tomorrow, uh, which would be yesterday when this comes out. <laughs> Oh, oh no no no! I meant his heat for his show. His fringe show is is next, the second is week. The second week. Second so week of Fringe. Sixteen. Uh, so although you may miss the show where he's talking about uh, some things from his life, you can you will still have time yes. to see the Arcane Mysteries of Vanderslice Manor. Second. I week love of, that name. At, what a good here title. at Fringe, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So anything else about Long Story Short? No, I adore it. And I think, like you said, we all meld Mm -hmm. together really well. Yeah. Great. Uh, And this is your second Fringe musical. Yes. uh, Only in your dreams. Why don't Uh, I do another one? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why would you do this? Um, So last year, I want to hear a little bit about last year's Becoming Vegan. Sure. Um, how did that How did that show come about? Uh, how was the experience? Uh, and is there anything more to be done with it? Yeah. Um, so it came about by I wrote this one song. Um, it was Nowhere Land was what it was called, and I originally wrote it just at the time I was writing just um, songs uh, to be performed just at a bar or whatever type mm-hmm. songs, um, and. Yeah, I really like this song, and I would always just keep coming back to this song. And from there, I honestly one day was just someone must have just said the words like "I'm becoming becoming vegan," and I was like, "Becoming vegan, that is a great title." And then this premise for the show just came from that. And I I wish I had a better story than just I had this title, and I was like. Oh, oh, I can make this a show. And then bit by bit, I would just write some of these songs. Like the one song, Is It Meat or Me? Just kind of uh, one day. I, I At the time, I was just um, teaching piano and voice lessons at a, a place in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I would have a lot of time to just sit at the piano. So I would just like start fiddling with these songs. And uh, a lot of times, if I have a premise for a song, it kind of just like flows out of me and then I can go back and fix it but that song happened meet yeah is it meet or me and then slowly these other songs just so i had the plot i had a plot and then i was like okay there needs to be a song here about this and a here but it was it was just like these notes on my phone and like little recordings on my phone maybe like jotting down some things but i never really thought you know i had this idea and i i, I didn't really tell a lot of people about it because um i hate telling people about something and then not following through with it so it was just this thing i kept to myself um and we then, have a we have a president right now <laughs> his, whole, his entire life on yeah. telling people things and not following through with them yeah so i guess i could do that and yeah. it'll be fine mm-hmm. um yeah. <laughs> and then i saw fit wanted to do some friend shows mm-hmm. and i was like i could do this i was and Actually, be the the like the fall before you put that out. I had a goal for myself. I was like, next year you're gonna put up a fringe show. You're gonna do this. It will be in fringe. Mm-hmm. And then you you all put that up that you wanted to do fringe shows, and I was like, this is it. This yeah. is how I can do it because I don't um, just money wise. I mean, I could you know do fundraisers and stuff, but I was just like, this is such a um, easier way like to 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 manage it. And yeah, I put it in. You picked it. And I was super excited. And then I just, um, I didn't have a job for a month. I was just in between uh, teaching preschool and summer camp starting. And mm-hmm. I just sat and wrote this out. Um, just putting, like, I had it all there. Just yeah. putting it all together. Mm-hmm. And um, what was it, another question? What was it? It was how did it Is happen? there anything, um, you know, well, first of all, how, how did the run go? I, how was it received? I was blown away by it i thought it i thought it went really well i thought people really loved it it was just Mm -hmm. this this fun 
uh, goofy show that had a little heart in it, um, all wrapped up. And my dad said, which this is my favorite uh, review of the show. My, my dad saw it and he was like, it was you, you were all over that stage. Uh, that's great. Which was like really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, once it started being a show and like as the rehearsals went on, I almost, it, it was almost like a, I don't want to say outer body experience, but I almost, it wasn't my show anymore. I was like looking at it. I was like, these these <laughs> actors made it their yeah, show. Sure, you know I wrote some words down on a page and they made it a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, um, which was a super cool thing. So I would be playing piano at night and uh, on the nights of the show and have to be like, "No, he wrote this. <laughs> oh, cool!" And, and once again, my dad was like, he loved it so much, which my parents don't love everything mm. and they will tell they have told me <laughs> as soon as i got off of a stage before like that was not good wow. you know so they loved it and my dad was like i was just super impressed that you played piano for it <laughs> i you yeah. wrote the whole thing um so i i thought the the run went went super well and i was just blown away i will say it was like a week before and i was like what if this doesn't go well yeah. <laughs> you know that yeah. voice in the back kept like creeping yeah. in that's like every show though sure that's every everything. show and then like every moment before an improv show like what yes what if they- <laughs> that's even <laughs> more nerve-wracking <It's laughs> what like, if i don't yeah. know what i'm doing yeah um i don't know what i'm gonna say or do yeah. uh it was also it was really cool that everything i wanted to happen basically got to happen i was like you know sitting in my room like what if someone dresses up like bacon and dances <laughs> around on stage and then it happened yeah. and I got to make it happen. No one was there telling me like, well, you can't do that. Yeah. I was in charge of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, fit, uh, we try to make as much happen as possible. Uh, and, uh, with, with that show and, and these friend shows, uh, as well. Um, in this year, 2018, in the year 2018. Um, yeah, like shows have, uh, shows have a lot of support throughout, uh, their, their runs as much as, uh, we can possibly offer. Um, so if that means your cast dresses up as fruit on stage, yep. uh, and, uh, Lizzie sings to a hamburger <laughs> on a stool, uh, then, <laughs> try to make it which happen. that hamburger i was just saying to someone earlier today is my favorite prop i've ever made i remember making it and being like this is the best mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it made out of oh i don't know it was just bits i had around the house <laughs> i just had like of- like cardboard there oh. was like crumpled up uh, uh brown paper that was in the trash <laughs> cool. like, this will be it yeah Wonderful. and googly eyes yeah All which right. there's a lot of googly eyes in this show just in only in your dreams. In only in your dreams. There's a lot of googly eyes. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of only in your dreams, let's uh, transition a little bit to only in your dreams because yeah. again, I don't want to take uh, too much of your time here. Uh, talk to me about this show. What's the deal? What's the deal with this show? Yeah. Um, this show, kind of the same thing. I wrote a song. <laughs> I guess this is my process. <laughs> I wrote a song that I, I would. It was actually one of the first songs. Um, I wrote after uh, I went for a couple months and I just did not write a song. Um, and I wrote this song. It's called, um, if I were, and it's not funny at all, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really lovely. And I, I, so I wrote this song, not thinking of a musical at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, I then was thinking about it. And it just sounds like a lullaby. So it just got me thinking about like dreams. And I have a lot of 
issues with sleep. I don't know. I don't sleep well at all. Um, you just like wake up a lot. Yeah, I'm just tossing and turning all night. It takes yeah. me a long time to fall I do asleep. That. Yeah, same. Uh, I also get sleep paralysis. Yes, me too. Uh, with hallucinations. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I so I get sleep paralysis, but only if I take a nap. So mm. I avoid naps. Um, but if, yeah, if I'm sleeping at night, I won't I get it, but them. yeah, I avoid Don't them. At night. <laughs> I do. I'll be sitting there. I'm like almost about to fall asleep on the couch. I'm like, you'll get sleep paralysis. Slap yourself. Yeah. yeah. Wake up. Uh, and it's super, uh, yeah, super scary. I've only had, I haven't had hallucinations. Like I'll see like a, a dark figure, mm-hmm. but that was like a long time ago when I was yeah. like super stressed about some, like really, really stressed about something in my life. But I don't have that anymore. But yeah, it's super scary. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so terrifying. Uh, but that all like tied into it. And then also, um, you know, it, it, Only in Your Dreams is this funny, it's like campy horror movie, uh, movie, not movie, uh, musical. Mm-hmm. And, but it kind of, the backstory is like trying to get out of your own mind, like head, like mm-hmm. not, not getting wrapped up in your own thoughts constantly, yeah. which is also something that, I do a lot. Sure. Um, so same. Th- yeah, I wrote the one song, and then I kind of had this idea for a show, and I just wanted it to be. Yeah, I just really wanted it to be campy and silly and fun. I was like, that's what I want to contribute to art right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably do something that was more profound, perhaps. But what I wanted to do was something yeah. silly to make people laugh. Yeah, a little have more a good escapish. Time. Yes, and absolutely, yeah. yeah. So escape and being trapped and then escaping. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, how's this cast? Oh, my God. I <laughs> couldn't believe that. I cannot believe this cast. So some people uh, from Becoming Vegan, I just asked them to, to jump on uh, if they would want to. Sure. And they were, like, absolutely 100, mm-hmm. which is awesome that people would want to work with you again you know it makes yeah. you feel like you did a good job perhaps right um so yeah angelina mehan uh betty smithsonian Leticia valoria they all were in becoming vegan i asked them to come back i wrote a special song for Letitia. like i had the part in mind for angelina you know um and then these i just get blown away by people coming to audition for a show i wrote like that's just so <laughs> amazing and i i can't you know it, you can't put on a show without people who want to be in the show. Yeah. Um, Angelina's working on two musicals right now. Uh, she's working on that. Oh, and then Buffy. Uh, is and she also Buffy? Th- once more with feeling with a PH because <laughs> laws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't yeah. even think of that. Uh, and also because of Philly. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know that that would save us. Like I, I just talked to Seamus, uh, uh-huh. who d- who's doing Close Your Legs, Honey, about this yeah. a little bit too. I don't know that that would save us from anything. Um, I also doubt that Fox executives are listening to this podcast. Sure, they um, might be. Yeah, right. Um, um, but yeah, so Angelina is uh, in that too. Uh, so look for that yes. in October. Um, super fun. I thought about auditioning for that, and then I was like, you you got a lot going on, Sarah. <laughs> Take a break. Um, so, oh yeah, Alyssa Alduki. Oh my goodness. She came into the audition room. I just want to brag about her for a second. And sure. like the room changed. Like she <laughs> just killed it. I was like, <gasps> please be in my show. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Shannon DeVito. She reached out to me asking, can I audition for this? I, I can't do the audition day. I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Like, and, and she was just on an off Broadway show. Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, I was just blown away by these people that wanted to be in my show. And then ensemble, uh, Avalyn Klein, Taylor Plunkett Clemens, Harrison Scantley, Tina, Teresa Nutter. Mm-hmm. Fantastic people. Um, yeah, great cast. And th- it's funny, you know, it's ensemble, like a lot of them are ensemble, but they, Glue the whole show together. Sure. I they they have way more to remember <laughs> than the, the leads. Except Angelina, I gave Angelina too much to sing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know that she could have too much to sing. Oh no no no! Yes, she is. Uh, we want her to sing as much as she can. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, but I did. I did put a lot on her. Okay. Uh, what's your? What would be your sell? Uh, not that this wasn't all a sell. Mm-hmm. But what would be your sell to people who are uh, thinking, uh, you know, they're flipping through the Fringe mm-hmm. Guide or on the Fringe app or on the Fringe website yeah. or on the Fringe of seeing anything? Um, what would be your sell for Only in Your Dreams? If you like campy, magical fun, come to this. It is just super silly and uh, creepy, but in such a, a fun way. The cast just kills it they put so much of themselves in it um yeah is that good yeah and what are the i'm so bad at selling what are the dates the dates are september 5th through 8th seven o'clock and eighth there's one at 3 30 cool yes yes so Um, come it will be fun yeah i will be there uh, that had a, a feel that we were just about done, and we should have been, but I, I skipped over a topic. <laughs> um, the topic that I wanted to quickly chat about uh, is you are now directing a improv oh, yeah. house team. Yes. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. I adore it. I love it. And um, the cast of that is amazing as well uh they all show up they work super hard they want to yeah, show up they show up they improvise they leave they carry about back. their lives yeah um yeah no they work so hard and they they want to get better and they all um really enjoy each other which is um something i guess i was a little nervous about you you make this cast and you don't know if they're all gonna vibe together yeah and i mean their name is wavelength and Mm -hmm. it was because they were like we're on the same wavelength yeah all the time and i i just really like directing and outside of comedy i teach little kids Mm -hmm. and i just just really love teaching people yeah um and i think i'm kind of good at it I think just to brag from about myself for a little bit. Sure. But um yeah, Wednesday they killed their show. I was blown away. I was like, "Whoa, look mm-hmm. at them go." That was a good show. That was a good. Talking show. Talking about this past Wednesday, right? Yeah. I was there. Yeah, you were. I can attest to that. It's a really yeah. good show. Um so yeah, you can check out uh Whiplash and Wavelength mm-hmm. uh Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Uh, www. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, check those out every Wednesday at nine through just about the end of end of this year. Yeah, um, it's so soon. It, it it's six month runs uh, that do tend to go by pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, and I'm also looking at ways to uh, open up some spots for uh, so that these teams can continue to perform uh, more often. Yeah, uh, so um, we'll try and see what we can do about that. Uh, Anything else you want to, you would like to say? Anything else you're involved in that you'd like to uh, tell people about? Mm, what else am I involved in? No, I don't think so. 
Um, can we give a shout out to Andrew Whitehead who For does sure. tech? He did the lights for my show, mm-hmm. and I just um, I feel like we all here at the theater owe him a lot. I think we, he just yeah. does so much for the theater. Andrew Whitehead, uh, production coordinator here at the Philly Improv Theater, uh, and I say here because we are at the Philly. we are at the Philly Improv Theater right now. Um, and uh, yeah, fantastic! Uh, he has been kicking ass on the different fringe shows, uh, yeah. and he is a basically a cast member of Not Yet Rated an Improvised Movie. When I was putting that show together and uh, doing auditions and casting and all of that stuff, uh, before I even did any of those things, I approached him about uh, being a um, technical director of that. So he's up in the booth, hmm. uh, and just as they are improvising all of the lines and plots and everything, he's up in the booth improvising the soundtrack, improvising the lighting, uh, doing he's all in of those. The, he's in Buffy, too. And he is in Buffy yeah. as well, once more with feelings. This is just about Andrew uh, now. It's all, this, this is the uh, Whitehead Podcast, yeah. uh, brought to you by the Philly Improv Theater, uh, apparently, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, that's just some, some mutual love for... Uh, Andrew Whitehead. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything else? No. All right. I'm going to eat pizza. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, no one out pizzas the hut. Uh, <laughs> all right. Then that that will, uh, will do it for us. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, uh, Mike. Thanks go see me. Only in Your Dreams here at the Philly Improv Theater uh, this week. Bye. Bye.